What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Baseball Connection. Another day is upon us. Welcome to today's episode. We will start with the Tampa Bay Rays phenom young player, Wander Franco. So before I get into it, I want to say that everyone has known this guy is good. He's been you know, baseball's number one prospect, or he was baseball's number one prospect for multiple years. He's only 21. He was a top prospect, I think, since he was like 18. For a few years, and then he made his big league debut last year at 20 and was very good. Everyone knew he'd be a star in the making. And I'm a huge fan of Wander Franco because I like his skill set that he's a switch hitter with power and a hit. He has he has really all the tools. I mean, I'm not even gonna <laughs> try to say that um, he's he's particularly much better than anything because he has the power, he has the speed, he's got the contact, he's got the defense, got the arm, everything. So. He's off to a great start this year, and a lot of people, myself including, included, were saying last year that this is someone who could be a perennial all-star sooner rather than later. I see him as the next Vlad Guerrero Jr., the next, which is funny because they're only, what, like two years apart in age, but Juan Franco is off to a toward start this season, and we're seeing it. We're seeing it. So he just had his fourth three-hit game of the season. Hit his first home run also. This was in Chicago. And he was back in the lineup after, you know, after missing some time with a quad injury, and he didn't miss a beat. His first home run of the season came in the third inning from the right side of the plate. And this was his fourth three-hit game. So he has already done that four times, which makes him tied for most of the majors with three hit games. He's boosted his batting average to 404, OPS to 1046. This is in his first 11 games of his first full major league season. Seven multi-hit performances already in the first 11 games. So it was a home run right-handed. Then he hit a double. So he pulled a home run right-handed. He smashed a double to left center while batting left-handed. I mean, he's doing it from both sides of the plate. The rest of the Rays lineup is, is pretty cold. They're still trying to get on track, but Juan Franco has been locked in from the start. Absolutely locked in. So keep an eye on this guy. He's he's going to be a problem. A lot of young players are kind of taking center stage in the early going. That's largely because we're seeing more young players get playing time early in the season more than we normally do because the service time shenanigans have been have basically been eliminated we're not seeing that anymore so you see guys like hunter green for example out there doing his thing you know steven kwan out there doing his thing another player who is playing pretty well right now with his new team is christian pache so christian pache it's not his first taste of the big leagues he's been up a little bit before with the braves but never really got you know everyday playing time let's say he's been traded to the oakland a's and now he's getting a chance to play every day and early on in his A's career he's He's showing everybody about that 80-grade defense. The defense is what got him to the big leagues in the first place. So the A's beat the Orioles 2-1 at the Coliseum, and Christian Pache showed us his elite glove work. He had a pair of highlight reel catches. I mean, amazing. The first catch was a pretty superb juggling act. He ran 92 feet from his spot in left center for a deep drive hit by Kelvin Gutierrez. He leaped high at the wall in right center, watched the ball hit off his glove, and even though he fell to the ground, he, he he was able to come down with the ball, you know, juggling a little bit and preventing another Orioles run from scoring. So 
We've seen great stuff by him. You know, he's he's fired up. And, you know, Tuesday was just his second ever game in Oakland. You know, I had to call to see him. But, you know, so he's got to get used to those dimensions and everything. And he looked really good. That Coliseum outfield can be tough to navigate. But a great outfielder is a great outfielder. And that's what we're seeing from Christian Pache. So he flexed a little bit, but, you know, it is it is worthy of a flex. Those catches are really nice. So Christian Pache, you know, not many players can have their glove be their carrying tool in the major leagues, meaning that, you know, they just play defense. But if you're going to do it, you're either going to be a shortstop or a center fielder or a catcher. you got to be in up-the-middle position. Catcher, shortstop, center field, those are the only positions that can get away with it. Christian Pache is a center fielder, so... As long as he keeps playing defense like this, he doesn't even have to hit all that much. He will he will have opportunities to keep playing in the major leagues. And he's only 23 years old anyway, so it's not like he can't develop with the bat. We've seen guys, you've seen guys who were up the middle defensive guys develop with the bat over time. You know, think of guys like Yadier Molina, for instance. He was not very good with the bat when he first came up, and he developed the hitting much later as his career went on so we are getting closer to a big milestone ladies and gentlemen Miguel Cabrera is chasing 3,000 hits so he is now at 2,996 he's got four to go Miggy is getting closer that is a huge milestone so we know he hit 500 last year now he's at 500 home runs now he's at 2,996 hits the fans at Comerica Park are you know they're ready for it they have a big um, you know, they, have, they have a big sign board out there, and they, they're changing the numbers with every hit. So we could see it any day now. He's four hits away. And, you know, maybe this is obviously a Hall of Fame career. It's a huge, huge one. So, you know, he, he felt some pressure last year. So this is a little different from last year when he was chasing 500 home runs. He said he felt some pressure when he was sitting on 499 home runs when they had a six-game homestand. And he was swinging for the fences while he was at home in Detroit because he wanted to do it at home. He ended up doing it on the road against the Blue Jays. But, you know, it's he said it's different because, you know, getting a hit is not as hard as getting a home run. You know, hitting a home you can hit a, get a hit in many different ways. A home run could be a hit. You can hit a single. You can hit a double. You can do a lot of different things to get a hit. But hitting a home run is hitting a home run. So, but if you think of it, the math is in Miggy's favor to give the Tigers the celebration that they had to watch afar from afar last summer. Last year they had to watch it while, you know, the fans had to watch it while he was in Toronto. And this year there's a really good chance that he could do it at home. So with the weather expected to warm up over the course of this week, leading into the 70s by the weekend, they'll likely have plenty of company with fans in the stands. So Miggy might do it this week. I mean, he very well probably will do it this week. So great stuff. Great stuff. That'll be another milestone that we are definitely going to be excited for when it happens. There was a it was a bit of a rough collision at the, during the Padres game. I just want to talk about this. I saw the video. Padres and Reds in San Diego. Luke Voigt was running around trying to score. Came around at home. Late slide. And Tyler Stevenson, the catcher, took the brunt of it where Voigt basically just barreled into him and he got Tyler Stevenson in the head. And he kind of brings his hands down. Just a really late slide by Luke Foy. He should have, should have made a better slide. And Stevenson is concussed. 
the Reds were not happy with that at all. Stevenson has a concussion, and it's just unfortunate. People are saying it's a dirty play. I mean, I think it was just a matter of Luke Voigt sliding a bit too late. I don't know about the intent. I can't really, I can't say. But I will say, Manny Machado stayed hot. We talked about him yesterday, how he has just been putting this team on his back because they need someone to hit. The Padres won 6-2, and Manny Machado was in the middle of it again. Two-run home run from him again yesterday. And he is, he's on fire. He continues to be the engine in that lineup, hitting out of the two spots. So he was two for four you know, with that two-run homer. So he's now hitting 365 with a 1046 OPS on the season. Joe Musgrove took the mound, six and a third of two earned runs, seven punch outs for him. Pretty good stuff. So that is where we stand, folks. That's going to do it for today. If you enjoyed this, please share with someone who would be interested, and we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.